0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Pilar-Alfant, and you're listening to Motivation Muscle Radio 24-7 with host Eric Shirillo.
1: What do you want? The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Twenty-four-seven. Before we go on, and we got our pal Super Strong Woman Kara Shaw coming in momentarily. Well, it'll probably be a couple minutes with all the stuff, but the news—the news shows probably the last four to five weeks. I want to tell everybody. And I know this is going to happen with Kara too. The biggest downloads we've done since the history of Eminem. This show, the etched-in-stone page. Fiorella Barbell Company with all the blogging just exploding everywhere. I want to thank everybody, too, because I hope, well, I don't hope anything. I do believe you're getting the message out there like we are here. And I'm in the midst of waiting to hear about something real big with distribution of M&M, which could really help things out big time. So and working on new guests working on some speakers. There's an awful lot of stuff going on here. And that's why, like I said, we'll have Dale Dugas' show up tomorrow. That's all about acupuncture and his herbs. Real interesting. And we got fathers and sons. We got Carmen and Joe Caputo coming up Sunday. Um, And that was awesome. That was all about barbells. And uh, we attacked that. Like, I got that picture of the great white shark on the m M&M homepage. We just destroyed it, and it was such a good show. We'll get Kara's show up Monday or Tuesday, and I've got a ton of people coming on during the week, so we got a full plate constantly, so be on the lookout for all that, but we're going to stand up, take a deep breath through our nose, out through our mouth, and repeat after me, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Now... This is just three phrases I say to myself every day, constantly. I could be driving and they'll go off in my head. Believe me when I tell you this stuff works. And the rewiring I'm doing, the rewiring and the refiring of my whole system is incredible. I also am going to write, I'm going to talk to John McKean. I just said this to Karma Caputo and he said, I think so with me. He goes, it's brilliant what you said. I'm going to prove to you that the power rack, doing the dead start with the isometric pulls, pushes, etc. I do believe it changes your brain chemistry. And I've been doing it long enough where I know something's going on with it. And I'm going to get into that more and more. There's a ton of stuff that I've been doing that is just so interesting. I think it's just so out there, too. It's going to be something that you're going to have to really think about when you hear all this. So we'll get into that soon, too. Um, Go out to Fiorella Barbell Company, uh, fiorellabarbellco.com, winners and champions. That is our biggest product to date. There's 14 modules on there. I am speaking through all of them. There is more than enough material to last you a decade or more and keep coming back to it. Whether it's Power Rack Training, Stones, Sandbags, Heist Shrugs, you name it, it's all on there. And if we start selling more, I'm going to put even more modules out. I mean, it, I, I've done so much stuff since that product was released, it's unbelievable. So, go out there and get that. Also, too, Prosperity Consciousness on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. That's an investment in FBC, m M&M, and $25, 50 $100. It goes right to my PayPal account, and it goes right into the business. If you're listening and getting things off this show, please give back. That's how this works, prosperity consciousness. You know, nothing in life is for free, believe me. But we give everything away for free here, mainly because we want the investment, and we'd like you to buy um, winners and champions. So, Get out there and do that. It's that important. Also, to go out to um, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. I went out and looked. This will be the fifth show Kara and I have done. Um, all great shows, great perspective, and you talk about a great attitude, um, and that's what we expect here. And, you know, people that are thriving and dreaming and doing well, well, when you hear Kara come on tonight, you just—it's electrifying to hear someone that enamored with their life, and this is what we are passing on to everybody. This is what we are doing with everyone: kids, middle age, young adults, whatever you are. I, as I said, I've had people in their 80s contact me. So I don't understand really a thing you're talking about, but the energy in your shows—I'm out walking, and I'm like so inspired. That's what it's all about. All right, next thing. Sign up for a free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. and We're so content rich here, you'll get everything we got in your inbox. Also, too, invest through advertising on motivationmuscle.com. All the material is out there on the homepage. You can contact me through Facebook. Let's work together for the next 30 years. Let's make one another a lot of money. Help a lot of people. As, as I always say, you can have great ideas, which you should, but you're going to need capital to run them. Believe me. Not unless you got people investing right away. That doesn't happen right away. It's a build like everything. So think about that. Also, too, don't forget to go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. It's all there. There's going to be more coming, believe me. Also, last but not least m and is working with Don G. Fardino and 8X Clubs. $45 off when you mention MM19. You go out to 8XClub.com. You can contact Donnie by phone, or you can email him. But don't forget, MM19. Go out today, get a club. You can use them with your family, whatever you want to do. But you can contact Donnie, and believe me, he will call you back. So think about that. Now, on that note, I'm going to give you some information on Kara. Now, before I do this, this is what I want to tell you. The first show we did with Kara was on August 23rd, 2017. We introduced her to the family. She's now family. Second show was February 16th, 2018. It was called Active. The next show is December 16th, 2018. What defines you? And she was on April fifteenth, 2019, and was called Forged. Now, let me give you all the information on her when I click that open. All right. Let's bring this down here. All right. Number one, she's a podiatrist, an entrepreneur, a competitive powerlifter, and strong woman. And she's got a lot to tell us today. I'm going to just rattle off a few things. Wait to hear this. The British Championships... She did the Europeans. She is going to be doing Stones of Strength very shortly. And shes uh, I, I was shocked. I thought it was great. Professional wrestling now. And we're going to also bleed in there, tell the kids. Now, she's very good with this stuff. As myself, there's so many things that are going on with kids now. And there's so many questions. And there's so many parents that can't even handle it or just these kids are one parent family, they're suffering. I mean suffering. I hear some of the stuff, and it's almost, is this make-believe? It's that hard for me to even think and digest this. And this just goes to show how lucky I was to have parents that I had. All right, And my mom is still alive. My dad is gone, obviously. But with all the pressure I know they had, especially with Jimmy, and they survived it. They stayed together forever, okay? And you see what's going on now with these splintered kids everywhere, and, man, it kills me inside to hear it. So we'll get into that, too. On that note, Kara, welcome back. It's always an honor to have you on. We always have a blast. So welcome to Eminem.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be back on. Um, It actually doesn't feel – I can't believe it's, like, been since April the last time I was on. It's kind of flew by. This Mm -hmm. year, it's just flying Mm -hmm. in. Say so much has been happening and things.
1: Well, before we get into that, if there's any websites you want to give out, any way people can get a hold of you, take it away and we'll start right in with the British Championships, please.
0: Yeah, you can get a hold of me on Facebook. I'll be um, tagged in your um, your post. It's Cara Shaw and I'm also on Instagram. as Cara the Foot Whisperer. Which is linked to me being a podiatrist and not having a foot (laughs) face. Don't think, carry the foot whisperer, what's that all about? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm a podiatrist. The name's relevant to me. So, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook if anyone ever wants to get in contact.
1: Okay, let's talk about one of the four the Brits. Take it away. Yes.
0: Well, I had the British. Um, that was in May. It was in body power. I always wanted to go to body power. It's a big fitness exhibition. And I went all weekend and I competed on the Sunday and I became British champion of my weight category. I,
1: like
0: um, I put a massive PB on. I think it was something like 40 or 45 kilo. I put on my best overall total. Um, totally smashed it. I had an absolute ball. My friends came down. It was just, my coach was there as well. And it was just such a great weekend. It was just, there was this place as well selling big, massive donuts. And I basically fueled myself all weekend on these donuts after we end. So <laughs> that was a highlight of my weekend. Um, so yeah, so we done all that. Um, and then I qualified for the Worlds through that yep. and also for the Europeans. So the Europeans wasn't that long ago. It was only a few weeks ago, and I came third um, And the Europeans, added five kilo on to my best overall total. it's quite, It was quite hard because it was only within, I think, I only had six weeks training. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not even six weeks training because after a competition, you're on a day load for a week, and then it was four weeks um, of hard training, then a week's rest, then competing. So I really only had four weeks training, but I added five kilo on. I did muck up a couple of my lifts. I keep doing this, acting like... I just I, I just sometimes you go out and things just feel heavy. Yes, <laughs> you pull them to the gym yep. the week before, they yep. fly up, and then you go out to competition and you're like, that is just, just too heavy. But anyway, I'd I, say I didn't even, I didn't, I, I mucked up a couple of my lifts, but no, still added five kilo onto my best overall total. Um, and then in between the, the British and the Europeans, I qualified for the Stones of Strength final, yeah. um, doing Charlie's Atlestones, and also like, I've got I've got my goals list. I've got this big goals list of what I want to achieve this year and what I want to achieve in general Yep. Um, through my lifting, through my life, things like that. And Charlie's fifth stone, um, 75 kilo, that thing has been my nemesis all last year. <laughs> Honest to God. I could not budge that thing off the ground. It just felt so heavy. I couldn't even, I could move it, but I couldn't lift it. I couldn't even right. get it a centimetre off the ground. And then I went and I lapped it. I got it right up and I was an inch off the platform. And to see that, I was so chuffed that I got it up. Like, I literally pulled up the 75 kilo stone. I got it in my lap and I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? I've got it off the (laughs) ground. I was in such shock. I'm like, oh my God, right, I've got it. And I nearly, nearly had it. See, when you look at the video, I nearly had it. But do you know what? See, for the fact that 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 stone wouldn't budge in September, And then on, I'm trying to think, was it end of May it was? I think it was, was, yeah, it would have been end of May. Um, I then got it lapped. I got it right up to chest and I got to stand up weight, but I was just a wee tiny fraction when I got it to the platform that I couldn't get it on. And that thing, like I'm going to be going, uh, in fact, the next time I'll see it is Donald Diney day. And that thing yep. is going on that platform. Oh, that is on my yeah. goal list. Honestly, you'll I just, I cannot wait. I'm going to practice with stones. Um, Sunday, I'm going up to a different gym. Because yep. um, the gym I've got is no strong women equipment. And I'm going to go up and practice with the stones. But that thing is my nemesis. And that will be up this year. So that's on my goal list. So see, just even that alone. I'm like, God, became British champion. And I'm like, oh, my God, I actually managed to get Charlie's fifth stone off the ground on my lap, standing up with it, like, total high, and then coming third in the Europeans. Aye, so everything's been really, really good. And then we were saying that I'm starting professional wrestling training as well. I love it. I wanted to do it in the beginning of the year, but... The, the training school, um they, it was a Wednesday night they done it, and I work a 12-hour shift on a Wednesday doing my private work. And it just wasn't kind of, feasible for me to drive to Glasgow to go to the trains because it's about 40, 50 minutes drive away from me. And I thought, it's not I can't do it on a Wednesday night. So then I thought, right, I'll wait till the next intake. And they're like, oh, next intake's going to be September, and it's going to be a Sunday. And I thought, that doesn't clash with any of my competitions or anything like that. I've got nothing booked. So yeah, so that's me now signed up, and I'm going to be starting my wrestling.
1: Well, let me, I don't want to interrupt, I don't want to interrupt you, but now is this a, this is obviously a wrestling school you're going to be going to? Okay. Okay. Let me ask and and then continue, but I want to ask you this because I don't want to forget, because I think this is very important, especially with the next topic we'll be hitting down the road. What's happened to you in the last year? Because obviously you're winning. All right. You're thinking, you know, you know, now you've got that stone with charlie okay um the yeah. whole thing what what's the difference in kara shaw from 2018 now to all, which is coming up to july august of 2019
0: what's that it's, i think i've just no stress in my life yep i've nothing like that i'm literally just like a wee free bird that's just like do you know what world's your oyster let's go and smash this let's yep. go and do it i got a good i started off with my coach delroy mcqueen in january who has been absolutely the best coach ever. He's brought me on in my powerlifting so much. It's benefited me in so, other way, so many other ways. As I say, like September, I couldn't budge Charlie Stone. Yeah. All of a sudden now, I can get it off the ground. I can get it up. I can get yep. it nearly on the platform. We things like that, and you realise, do you know what? I've actually, I've came a long way since last year. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm just... I've got so much time for myself. I mean, obviously, I'm single now. I've got so much time for myself. My life during the week evolves around me. I go to my work. I go, I've go. i got my dogs. I walk my dogs. I go to the gym. I, tra- I do my training, but I can properly focus in my training. I'm in the gym for about two hours at a time. Yeah. I'm focusing on my training. I started videoing myself, doing yep. my, my lifts as well, working with my coach, analysing my videos. Like My squats were really, really crap. I was so rubbish at squatting. But then I started videoing it, and I'm like, right, okay, this is tight, this isn't working right, this is off right, let's change our stance right, let's get lifting shoes, let's do this. And I've just came such a long way, I'm just focusing on myself, focusing on my own lifts, doing things just to benefit me, coming home, as I say, I've got my meal prep, and then I just chill out, getting proper sleep, proper sleep yeah. time, see just relaxing at night, just things like that, sitting down at night, having a wee downtime before you go to your bed, things like that, just simple wee things. Um, and I think that's just the big thing that's changed for me is that I'm focusing more on myself and not having to deal with anyone else. That's it. Um, And then I've just set my own goals, my own plans. Um, I, I just, I say the world's your oyster. You just make plans and goals and just work for it.
1: Well, you know, the good thing is, too, you know, you've had the ability now to hone in on what you want to do um, you know, like you said, you've made time for yourself, which most people don't do. And really, in my opinion, this is my opinion, maybe you agree. Um, here's how I always look at it, and I look at it even more so. Number one, if you don't think highly about yourself, people aren't gonna think highly of you. If you're not going to take care of yourself, and I mean physically, mentally, and spiritually, no one's going to be attracted to you. All right. Now you yeah. might look we, and we know, Kara, that we see people together and all that. But, you know, I, I you know, I'm not a, a clairvoyant, but you can almost look at him and say this isn't going to happen or it's not going to yeah. work. And I see the, I, this is what I look for in, in any type of woman. It's like, what are you doing? How do you speak? How do you address others? You know, how do you look? And people say, well, that's not important. I said, it is important. I'll tell you why. It all goes back to the word that so many we've lost here in the United States, like you wouldn't believe, is the word character. Okay? Yeah. Um, Do you have to be perfect all the time? I'm not asking any woman to be perfect because I'm not even close. All right? Okay? But here's the thing. If we go out somewhere... Are we going to be proud to have one another on each arm? Yes or no? Yeah. Well, yes, okay? Are we going to be the ones the rooms looking at? I hope so. And and it has nothing to do with ego. What it is is you give off a vibration where people are just attracted to you. They want to yeah. learn more about you. They, they want to what so what do you do with these stones or what do you do in powerlifting or how long have the two of you known one another and what was the attraction? Yeah. Things like that. See, those things are important, and, and I'll go back to physical culture to the day they bury me, and this is it.
0: But again, it's all about positive positivity yeah. and things like that as well, because even, yeah. like, um, I mean, I, 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 in my job, I deal with a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of different age ranges, a lot of people from different cultures, different backgrounds, different social backgrounds, and they all know me. I'm the girl with the pink hair and the tattoos. I'm not your standard podiatrist, probably right. your stereotype of podiatrist. Look, I talk away. To my, I love talking. I could, honestly, I could talk to a wall. I totally <laughs> love talking away. And I tell them about my powerlifting. I tell them about, they all yeah. know about stone lifting. They all know. And see a lot, of, a lot of them just turn around saying they just yeah. sit and you can see, they're just looking at you. They're engaging in you. And they just go, do you know what I love about this? It's how passionate you speak about it. Yeah. And that's it. It's just your positivity. It's your good vibes. It's, I people like that. And again, that bounces off people. So maybe they might not be a stone lifter. They might not be a gym person, Right. but if you get your positivity and you get your positive vibes and you just bounce it off someone like that, that just can, it can make a big difference to another person.
1: Yeah. Well, it puts a smile on their face. Number one, and it makes them start thinking differently. And that's what Karen, and I had talked for a while offline. Um You know, thought thoughts, words have power. People. I don't think understand the power that you possess, because all you're ever told is you can't, you're going to get hurt. You know, what if it doesn't work? Well, you know what? How about this? Go take a chance. Take a risk. Step on something. That's my point. It's like if you're going to go through life passive about everything, if you're going to be the one always behind the group in front, where do you think you're going, folks? Where? Where? You know? Oh, I'd love to have the money he has, or I'd love to have that car she has, or look at the body on her. I, I you know, well, I can't do it. You know, I, uh, you know, she must have had somebody doing something for her or whatever. It's always something like that, and that is so fake and false. It's like, here's the thing, and I'll go right back to Carrie. Is this physical culture? I don't care what age you are. You know, you've heard me talking about Maggie and Danny and, and the other girls. And I didn't even tell Kara, and I'm very proud of this. We we're talking about Danny and Maggie, and we're going to be doing some uh, pretty cool stuff very shortly with sandbags with them for video. Not a product yet, but you're going to get to see these two. They're amazing. But. There's a huge women's race here every year. It's known all, I don't know if it's known worldwide, but it's known all through the United States. It's called the Fryhoffer's Run for Women. Natalie's the oldest niece. She's beautiful. She's 17. She is so smart. I mean, she's already gone to Yale for an interview, everything. But she's quite a long-distance runner. Do you know, out of 4,000 women, my niece came in 36th? Thirty-six, folks. That's fantastic. Now, little Maggie, she's 11 years old, okay? 542. Out of 4,000, a little kid. She's fast as lightning. And this is the point I'm making with physical culture. You get kids into this stuff, and suddenly the minds start changing, and they'll say, well, they're too young. Bullshit. Bullshit. I could put them on then just body weight movements and make it so interesting for them, they'd come over three days a week, two days a week. The point of the matter see, is... see, people
0: say, I would drum that you into it. your kids, yeah. so, but yeah. what would you rather? Your kids sat in front of a computer or they done something active yep. and things like that? Because people are, it's like, oh, don't thingy, they're only wings, or don't thingy, they're only kids, they're only this. Don't drum that into their head. And it's like, you have to stimulate them, give right. them options, give them opportunities, stimulate them rather than letting them sit in front of a computer.
1: Yeah. Well, think about this. The phone is just devastating to human beings. Um, You you see all the accidents because they're texting, driving cars. Um, They can't converse with people. You know, people say, well, they have a lot of them are very um, indecisive, obviously. But their attitude is really piss poor and everything. And people don't get this. A phone transmits waves okay 432 hertz is a real healthy wave if i listen to anything that is very mental 432 is the hertz you want to have that's what connects with the brain but all these other things phones televisions all this stuff is of a negative connotation i wish i remembered what the hertz was with them they mix your head up i'm telling you right now and when people have headphones in i see people driving cars they got headphones in with whatever they're playing off their uh um phone all right you want to do that go ahead but what i'm saying is if you're wondering why there's just mass confusion and you're not happy because in the united states as i said depression is rampant suicide right now is the highest among 13 year old kids folks 13 i never thought of any of that It's actually pretty
0: sad when you see it, um, the amount of suicide rate and things in children. So, see, because we were talking about that earlier about the outlook you have in life now as an adult and what you think of as a child, and the fact that a child can actually get into such a depressive state that they no longer want to live and they can't see that they have their full life ahead of them. And, like, like, how can things be that bad for a 13 year old child to go and kill herself? it well, is very very sad it's
1: so sad well if you live in my state in New York which i can't wait to beat feet out of here there's uh one person in congress among or in the senate among many which if they have a the brain span of attack, literally they're going around now think about this even you kara as uh, as a young girl now you had parents obviously that cared yeah. but here let, let's just go with this either way they're telling kids. They're going in schools, too. The most impressionable minds you can twist like a, like a piece of ro- uh, hot iron. They're telling them the, uh, the world's going to end in 10 years. Okay, so even adults are buying in this. Well, then they have nothing, they figure. There's no hope. There's no better life for me, and they're just dusting themselves left and right. And I'm saying to myself, my God, man, come here. You, I'll train you for free. Bring a hundred yeah. of you. Bring a hundred. Yeah. You'll never hear suicide here. You'll never. It, it's not going to be easy here either. But let me tell you, I'm one of the most fair people you ever meet. I care about you. You know these yeah. people don't care about you, man. I want to see you forged in iron, and I want to so see again, you live.
0: Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I say that again. That's about the positivity and the the positive side of things, you can have somebody going, do you know what? If you're looking at it both ways, you could have somebody going, say the world was going to end in 10 years, somebody putting the fear into folk going, do you know what? We're all going to die in 10 years. Oh my God, world's ending. Or you can go, do you know what? You've got 10 years to live. Go and have a fucking ball. Go and have an absolute ball. Make your goals. Go and do this. So like people do that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's the negativity and things like that. It's how you have an outlook on stuff. So see, even with the race, you're saying your your niece, was she came... Was it out of four four thousand?
1: Uh, no, um, there was four thousand runners. Natalie came in thirty six, and Maggie I, came in five four two.
0: See, like Magic could go, do you know, like they could say, oh, do you know, oh, I was number 36, with thirty six, yeah. was 36 people in front of me. Or you could say, do you know what? I bet another four thousand people in that race, yeah. and I go at that place. There's two ways of looking at things. It's that how it's. In fact, there's there's a wee meme on Facebook, and it's a wee bus. And the bus is going on a single track road, and one's looking out the window to the mountain facing the rock, going, "This is a crap view. This is rubbish." And one's sitting at the other side of the bus, going, "Oh my God, look at the views. This is great." And it's yeah. how you have your outlook on life: do you sit at the rocks and just stare and have a depressive rut, or do you look out and see the further view ahead and yep. see your your journey that you can have?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting too when you say that. You know, it's all perception and how you look at life, yeah. but. You know, when we talk about tell the kids, like, you know, Kara is a big-time strong woman, okay? And we're getting perspectives on two different ends. Two people have probably experienced a lot of the same things, maybe in different places, different ways. But the thing is, I want to tell kids, I mean, you heard what Kara had done prior to when we went into the rest of the topic today. I mean, you're talking – British Championships, the Europeans, Stones of Strength, and now going right into professional professional wrestling. Now, listen, I've heard this from a number of people. Well, I, I don't know if I want to do that. I said, I'm not asking you to do that. What I'm asking you is to come in, whether you come over here to train, you go and meet Kara If you're in Scotland, UK, go see her. She told mm-hmm. you how you can get a hold of her, okay, through Instagram and Facebook. Ask this woman. Ask me. Ask anybody that's involved with this show, okay, and I'll tell you why. They wouldn't be on here if they didn't have the goal that I've got Where is this. Not only are we are going to be a national radio show, not only are we going to be standing up in front of 100,000 people, a lot of us. Stevie Shank says to me, Kara, this was great. He said, you know, what would you do if you could get a a radio station right now? Where do you think you'd put it? I said, I'd probably put it in middle America because that way you guys can come over and we got everybody over here. And Steve, he like this. He goes, I don't think we could do that. I was like, why? He goes, nobody would be able to get in. The place would just be packed with people. (laughs) And I said, yeah, but isn't that, is that not the point of all this? Is that not the point of sharing all the things we talk about? And we're not, you're not afraid. I'm not afraid. Nobody is. I've never been afraid to tell you my failures. I've never been afraid to tell you things that bother me and I want to change them. Because, see, the worst thing you do is sit on your hands and do nothing.
0: nothing. It's all about self-reflection. If you do something or you have something that you're not happy with, do something about it. So yeah. See, we were saying there's like, if you get maybe like a woman looking at another woman going, oh, look at her body. She must be doing something. I wish I could look like that. Well, self-reflect, how can you look like that? How can you make yourself better? You're clearly not happy within yourself. Do something to make yourself better. It's the same with everything. You go in, you do a lift, you're not happy with it. Or whatever, self-reflect, right? What went wrong? What can I do better? I just think you should set yourself goals and never give up. I always say I'll never be the first to do things. I'll never be the strongest person in the room, but there's one thing for sure is I've got my goals and I will not stop till I've done them all. Like, I've just got this fiery determination to do stuff. I've got a whole as I say list of stuff that I want to do and I've just, I have just, I mean, I just think sometimes I come out with things and folk are like, are you being serious? I'm like, yep, I'll do it. Me yep, and my well, friend, we've got a friend, Liz, Elizabeth Elliot, and she's my friend and we're always coming in and she's um, she's doing a training program to pull her 170 kilo deadlift at her next competition, wow. and she's so strong, right? Yep. She's she's maxing out this week, and I'm like, right? I think you've actually got 170 in you, Liz. and she's like, oh, no, I'll keep that for no dumbbells. I'm like, nah, 180 for no dumbbells, come on, we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> we always do that, and like people laugh, and I'm like, we used to laugh at like pulling 150 kilo, mean her sure. like pulling 100, and we're like, aye, we'll pull a 150 we're pulling 150 now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. These things that you used to laugh and joke about and make massive expectations of yourself. You're doing it. I mean, I've got my huge big goal list about what I say, what I want to do, what I want to lift. And I've got my stepping stones towards it. Um, and it's just about taking it off and doing it and just seeing how what I can do to achieve it.
1: But you know what, you know what you've done like myself and so many other people is you're not one dimensional. It's not just lifting. You're an entrepreneur yeah, You do things, you know, obviously you have a personal life, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm not saying lifting isn't like at the top of the boat either. But what I'm saying is if that's all you're going to depend on, I'm talking about me now, you know, eventually something could happen. And then what do I do now? So it's always good to have other things you're passionate about, too, because look at the linkage I have is obviously the two businesses and training. I mean, it's all linkage. It's it's all has yeah. to do with physical culture. Same way with you. Obviously, with the feet. We know the feet and the brain, proprioception. Obviously, you better have good feet or you're not going to be doing anything yeah. on a platform, okay, or overhead. Now, this is what the, I want all the kids to understand. Once you get into physical culture, and don't let anybody tell you it's no good or the same old shit you hear. Oh, you're going to get muscle bound. You know, what we always say, no, you're bound to have muscle. That's the yeah. difference. That's the flip over on it. And But the best thing I can tell anyone, it doesn't matter what age you are, is what it will start doing to you mentally, where it is going to take you down a road that you could read every book you want, which I'm not saying you should read as much as you can, listen to all constructive things, learn how to write. Even if you're writing mumbo-jumbo on pads of paper, eventually you're going to get the craft. But here's the most important thing, I think, with physical culture is, You reinvent who you are eventually when you stay in it long enough, when you get tested and beat down and beat down and beat down and keep coming up, coming up, coming up. When you do that, there's going to be a lot of things you're going to hear like, oh, the world's going to end in 10 years and you're going to and probably you won't even be listening to it because I don't listen to hardly any media. But some of the things you can't, you know, you hear stuff because once in a while turn on and say, are these people for real? Now, what's happened, and I'll give you right right to you, Carrie, is this. I feel I've disconnected my mind from a lot of the real world, as they would say it, as they would call it. Now, if you know anything about the law of attraction or any things that you want to manifest in your life, everything comes from your subconscious mind. So I'm not saying be 100% careful, but be very careful what you say to yourself, what you read who you glorify okay it's the people that i always liked you know we always had i i i said this on one show we used to have a couple guys in the neighborhood they're all weightlifters and by today's standards i don't know but they were big they were strong all ymca guys and we used to call them walking strong we got that off dr ken leisner and you see these guys and you'd be like holy shit and you would go talk to them. Most of them are really cool like that, you know. And this is what kids need. They need to meet up with a Kara Shaw and Eric Fiorello, Charlie Oliphant, Stevie Shanks, all these great people. And and I know every one of them would talk to you. And everyone, you know, would invite you most likely too. You know why? Because we want to see physical culture grow. We want to, like like Stevie and Charlie said, stones have exploded, all right. They're only going to get bigger. And I feel, you know, I, I've heard a couple of people say, well, it takes away all the uh, mystique. It's still there. But you know something? You have an opportunity now to get out to more people, even if they don't lift. It's contagious. We talk about that buzz in the air. It's like, I want to be there, even though I'm not doing it. It feels good. It's all yours, Cara.
0: Yeah, um, I talk like these, I say. We were saying about talking to kids. Um, I mean, one, one big thing I actually feel like see with when it comes to stone lifting and things. Yep. seeing we were in school and we done history, we briefed on like Scottish history and it talks about like Robert the Bruce and things yep not once did they ever mention manhood stones and i actually feel that like this is actually one big interesting subject that they should be teaching kids it's yeah. your original test of strength it's got so much i mean especially scotland has so much history to do with stones and yet you never get taught anything like that no. um but i think it's good to talk to kids to say i've got my wee niece um we're following charlie stones i'd said i would take her away for a weekend so we've decided um Charlie's going up to John Groats, it's um in the third of August. Yeah. So I said to my niece, it's a six hour drive for us. But I was like to my niece, Do you know what? we'll go and hire a wigwam, we'll go up there. So she's just new, like, as I say, I've been telling her about stones and things and like she's very interested and I was telling her about how we're going to Highland Games and how we're going to go and do those atlas stones and things like that. I was telling her all about that and then I says, then the next day I says, we're going to go to Patark and there's going to be a thing called the Dinny Stone Gathering and I was telling her all about the Dinny Stones and everything and she was actually like, Excited. Wow, she was all in awe, like totally. And I was like, "You looking forward to it?" She's like, oh, I'm so excited! Like yeah. she's absolutely buzzing for it." Yeah. And it's actually, I mean, as I say, she maybe take away that I was saying earlier on that she maybe go back to school and go, Manty took me away for a weekend," yep. And I seen folk lifting bricks, <laughs> and they were just throwing about bricks. <laughs> Good. You know what I mean, like to a child, that thing, but that'll always stick in her head. Like, see, when I've took her away weekends, like I've had her up some hills. I've been taking her recently the wrestling. um... You just so sort I of don't look like a pure wee creep going to all the wrestling matches myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I've been looking at the, the wrestling school that I'm going to. I've been going to their local matches just to get used to the wrestlers, get used to the kind of training school and things like that and the events that they do. So I've been taking heart, and you know, she absolutely loves it and it's stimulating her wee mind and she's getting to know all the wrestlers say now she's starting to look at the stone lifting and things like that and I think she's going to have an absolute ball at that weekend that i take her away So I say it's a long drive and things like we're doing but we'll stop off we'll do it fun we're going to stay in a wigwam and we've got a wee campfire and everything then we'll go to the Highland Games and I think she's going to have an absolute ball and it's just about stimulating their minds yeah. open their minds tell them about everything talk to them and that I mean if I wasn't doing things like that where she'd been playing her computer or yeah. things like that, like kids nowadays, like especially my nephew, my nephew's 13, and they don't want to go out and play. They literally go in the house, they log on to their computer and they hook up online with all their friends. Yeah. And it's like, right, why, you not know, going out to play? I'm playing with my pals. And I'm like, no, you're not playing with your pals, you're online. And like, I, but my pals are online, so I'm playing with them online. So they don't actually meet up. We were out doing dens, we were building things. We used to go out all the building sites and things like that and grab stuff for our dens and make things and just yeah. use your imagination. And yeah. kids don't seem to do that now. And yeah. that's why I think it is important to talk to your kids. Try and encourage any kind of exercise. Get them to talk to people like us. Get them to go on social media. Get them to research things, even, let's like start talking about stones. I mean, I look at wee um, Lawrence, um, Charlie's boy, and I just, I love Lawrence. I He's love awesome, him this, isn't he? Oh. Lawrence is just a future strong man. He's so interested in everything, like, honestly, and I just watch him doing things, and I'm like, do you know what? Good on you. See, if I had a wee boy, that's what I'd have my wee boy doing. I'd have my wee boy out. See, Charlie's had on videos of him driving tractors, and, Doing, the say, log presses, doing the stones. And I'm just like, now he's got the wee mini dinny rings. Yeah. And I just think they're absolutely awesome. And I'm like, do you know what? See if I had a wee boy. In fact, if I had a wee girl too, my wee girl would be doing it as well. It's like, do you know what? That's that's what they'd be doing. I'd be stimulating their mind. I'd be getting them out. I'd be getting them to the gym. I would be introducing them to a the whole thing. And it's not about brainwashing them or putting my, like, inf- enforcing my interests on my child. No, I, I know. Yeah, it just, right. I think it just opens their mind to a whole range of things. I think just give them every opportunity you can, and eventually when they grow up, they'll decide what they want to do. But as long as you give them that experience, that they're, yep. they're actually experiencing it and find out their likes and dislikes.
1: Yep. Well, you know what? Your niece will have a ball, number one, because this is like a big story that's starting to unfold that you're doing with her. And it it, it just attracts kids' love stories. I mean, this is going to – she won't ever forget this. And then second of all, you as a person, I can tell, is this. You understand the roles, I think, of what people play and what they do and all this. And when you see Lawrence, or I see the nieces and nephews in my family, they have an identity. They – been exposed to so many things, you know, not only scholastically, but physically. And, you know, having both sides of their family all physical, whether it was football or weightlifting or stone lifting or the whole genre, this has a big effect on a child. Because, you know, this is why I always say, Kara, people a lot of times, they don't realize that kids are listening to them. They don't. They think they're all right. They're just there. I got news for you. Those little sponges are listening to everything you say. Oh, definitely. Now, now I've never—I can't say I'm not perfect, but I've always been very careful language and what I say around them. I always try to keep everything um, yeah. as pot. But here's the here's the biggest thing. I think I might have told you this, but it's worth repeating. You know, over at at my sister and brother-in-law's, a lot of times they, you know, you've got a pretty big family and they've got a big deck and a long yard. And a lot of times, you know, they have cookouts and whatnot over there and everybody, yeah. you know, the adults, as I call them, are all there. And um, I'll walk through the gate and I'm not BSing you. They'll grab me. They all call me Uncle H. That's how my one nephew interpreted the name Eric. My name... <laughs> My sister and my family, no one calls me by my first name. They all call me H, all of them. And it's funny as hell when you hear the little guy saying, hey, H, like that. And I'm like, all <laughs> right, good. You know, and I love it. It's like, it, to me, it's it's like, it's just a nice thing. But here's the thing. They'll be out and back, and the first, I won't even get through the gate. And they'll be like, hey, you want to play wiffle ball? And I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. And I might have been lifting or working half yeah. the day, and I just want to sit down. No. You know, and then it goes into kickball or we're doing some relays. I'll set stuff up, right? And my brother-in-law's family or my mom or other people there will say, hey, why don't you come up and join the adults? And, you know, I say to them every time I said, these kids are only going to be little once and I want to have this relationship with them for the rest of my life. So. You know, that's
0: one thing I find, like, my, I say, my nephew, he's um, 13, he's, um, he's 14 in September.
1: Yep.
0: But he's grown up to a point, like, I ended up, um, like, for a couple of years, I didn't get a lot of things, like, doing things with him. I used to take them every yeah. weekend and used to do things. And then, like, circumstances changed in my life and things like that. And I didn't have time to, like, my business was taking over. I was working long hours and yeah. things like that. I didn't get a chance to take them as often as what I, what I, I used to. And I've missed a couple of, a wee couple of year gap with my nephew. And now he's like, oh, can't be bothered doing that. And I'm like, what <laughs> happened to my wee nephew that yeah, wanted to do yep. everything? He used to bake with me, yep. he used to go and do everything. Though he was sitting, as I say anything, I'm like, do you want to go to cinema? No. Okay. Do you want to do this? No. And I'm like, I, I, I'd offered him to come away for the weekend, like up to, um, with Kayla and me. And he's like, no, I don't want to go. I'd rather just like sit at home play my computer. And I'm like, right. Okay, yep. that's fine. You had the opportunity, that's fine. You don't need to come. But the, the other week, I was, um, I was like to my sister, I'll take them to trampolining, and next night he's like, trampoline, um, <laughs> that like adults can do that, couldn't they? So, sure. And my sister's like, ah, you want to go trampoline? And he's like, aye, aye, like I think I want to go to that. Aye. So now he like came trampolining yeah. and made yeah. an absolute ball.
1: Like
0: yeah. we we went into this. I'd never been to one of them before. So I thought, this was my thing for practising for wrestling. I thought, right, trampolines. Somebody at <laughs> yeah. my work suggested it. So yeah. like, why don't you go to trampolines and like practise flips and things like that see how flexible you are? I mean, I was doing roller polies in my living room the other week because I haven't done a roller poly I think, since I was about 12 years old. And I thought, do you know, do I actually bend that way anymore? <laughs> like, I wow, don't even know.
1: Awesome.
0: So I thought, right, come on, let's see how flexible we are. Let's go, we'll do jump about and just jump about like idiots, and obviously there must have been about five or six adults in there and the rest were wee toddlers and then there was me i was jumping down all the trampolines i was jumping (laughs) over the walls i was jumping off things i went in there was like a wee maze and all that and it was like for 12 year olds and i was in this wee maze and it was like layers of spider webs and you have to lower yourself through it all and climb underneath and go through tunnels i was having an absolute ball when i came out it and a man's like I don't think you're allowed in there. I think it's for people age 12 and under. And I was like, <laughs> um, excuse me, but I paid my money to come in here. So yeah. I'm going in that maze. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, I had an absolute ball and we had an absolute ball on the way home. I was like, "Act, Kenzie, so the next day out, if I want to go trampolining, will you come? Uh, maybe. And I'm like, maybe. I says, you had an absolute ball today. Yeah. But as I say, that's it. It's all about getting them out. He's just at that week and a... I think he thinks he's an adult, but he's not an adult, he's still a child, kind I of think he's just at that funny teenage age. Um,
1: I, well, you know what it sounds like, too, he's kind of, um, he's growing up now, but he still yeah. wants to hang out with <laughs> yeah. you, but on the other hand, he wants to show that he's, like, independent too, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
0: do you know, that's, I mean, we all, I think we all go through that age oh, yeah. girls as well, yeah. Girls are really bad for it. I mean, look at the amount of thirteen year old girls like walking about as if they look about nineteen just now. Oh yeah. Like their makeup, they've got their contoured makeup, they've got their mini skirts, their high heels, and it's like you're yep. thirteen years old. If yep. I left the house looking like that, my dad would have grabbed me back in and battered me. <laughs> it all off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I he's just got to that wee age. Um Whereas, I say, he just wants to sit and play his computer. But, as I say, my wee niece is at a good age. She's 10 years old. Yep. She's listening to everything. I mean, I just, I noise her up We have a good laugh. And I just what? noise her up and I just wind her up. And I, it's just about, I sit and tell her, and I'm like, I went to the British Championships and I've done this. And yep. look, here's my medal and I show her everything. And as it's good just to stimulate their wee minds and just let them know. And, like, just, just to open up their whole world. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Let them know every opportunity that's out there.
1: Hey, look at it this way. The nice thing is, you build you build this type of understanding between you and them. It's the same way with me. You, they admire. They un, they might not understand exactly yeah. what you do, but they understand it's something very important. And if they know anything about you, know they know you're a business owner like myself. See, what I've always tried to do, always with the kids is this I want them to know that not only do I love them no matter what if you get in shit you can come to me Yeah You know I'm not going to rip your face off we're going to see what we can do obviously if it's something serious we've got to go to your parents cuz I've yeah. i I've, I've done things where I didn't go to my uh <laughs> my bro- my my other nephew um he blew the transmission up in his car. <laughs> he blew reverse, okay? And he came down to the house, and uh, I don't know for what, but I said, okay, well, then I'll I'll see you soon or whatever. So he goes down a couple doors down, and I see him pulling the driveway, and the car ain't moving. And I see him get out, and he's oh. pushing it. So I walked down. And I said, what the hell's going on? He's like I like blew reverse, and I'm I'm afraid to tell Ma, you know, because they've had to put money in the car. Yeah. He said, "Can you help me out, Uncle H?" <laughs> well, my bu- my buddy owns a garage, so guess what I did? I went and had the car fixed and paid for it. It was over a thousand bucks, right?
0: Oh my god!
1: Well, of course they found out, and they were livid with me. I mean, I'm talking to the point where we didn't talk for a little while. They were so pissed off at me for doing that. I
0: understand, but
1: you're that
0: uncle. Do you know what I mean? It's that. It's that. um, Aye, you're only trying to help.
1: Yeah. Well, and everything settled out. I said, what was I supposed to do? you know, tell, tell him to go to hell and push the car the rest of his life. I mean, that's not safe. And, and the, they never found out about the other one. Now, when they, when my brother-in-law <laughs> hears this, he's going to find out. My my nephew got a, uh, he he blew a red light in a, another town. And he said, uh, he goes, I, I don't know about uh, how much it's going to cost. Would you go with me? And I was like, sure. And I, I, I think the fine was like $50 and I paid it. and We got out of there. They never found that. But look, I'm not into the deception thing at all, but you know something? Sometimes an uncle or an aunt or both have to step in and kind of grease the, cre- grease the wheels a little bit, okay, so to speak. You're kind of like the the go
0: to yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like the, oh, sorry, that's my two dogs fight. That's okay. Hold <laughs> on, hi, hi, hi. Um, yeah, sometimes as an uncle or an auntie. You're just the wee go to person. Yeah, yeah. You're the wee problem solver. You're the person that's that's kind of. Can I, they kind of are like a mum-dad figure, but you're also the pal. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, aye. That, that's what you aye. So, so you can help them out, that's, aye. Like, I would help my niece and nephew out, and My nephew, sure. you see, he used to go to swimming, and there was a group of boys who stopped him and his friends, and they actually, like, punched a couple of him and his friends. Yeah. And my sister, like, my nephew then stopped going to swimming, and my sister's like, I think he's scared to go because someone punched him and, he, yep. and my sister's like giving it, do you know what, you should have just punched him back. See if he battled <laughs> you, he battled you. But at least that way you put up a good fight. Do you yep. know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And then she was like, he's not going out anywhere. Like he won't even walk to the shop. She's like, I don't know if he's maybe got this thing that he's, he's maybe scared he bumps into them again because of what happened. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, can I talk to him? I'm like, why do you not go swimming anymore? And he's like, none of my friends go, so we don't go anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, like, okay. And I was like to my sister, right, what I'll do is I'll walk through my house down to your house. Um and like just walk outside with them and things like yeah. that and be with them yeah. just to maybe like see if maybe he refuses to do it or anything like that. Because you want to you know, you don't want them sitting there worrying if they're going to be bumping into someone yeah. or you yeah. would rather they can find in you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like my sister was talking about it and she's like, I told him he should have phoned me and he's like, Well, I'm not going to phone my mum. No. Like they all know who no. you are. And I was like, Well, you could have phoned me yep. and messaged me, they don't know me. I says, I would have turned up, and I would have battered them. I'm like, do you know who I am? I'd have bloody bloody launched them. Um, So, yes, I was like, do you know what? Message me, if anything never happens. Message me. Don't message your mum if you don't want your mum turning up, because it looks like, oh, look, you got your mum. They don't know that I'm your auntie. They don't know who I am.
1: Right. And then suddenly something will happen. Well, you know, this is the way I look at, Cara, is this. I remember when we were kids, we used to always talk about this. Who's the good guy or the bad guy? And they always meant your mother or father. And yeah. I used to always say, well, the good guy would be my mother mainly because she's always trying to put the fire out, and yeah. the bad guy, if there was one, would be the old man because the old man didn't put up with any crap, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> the way it was. <laughs> yeah. And you know, my father could give you a look and you'd stop. I meant, well, that's I mean that. You that played, I always yeah. played
0: my mum, but yeah, when my dad getting knew, old and you—you went too far.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, it was just, it was just bizarre, but it was fun as hell. Um, yeah. what else? Uh, I'm going, uh I, what else, I mean, we're near the end of the show. Um, and I'm going to give it to you momentarily, but this is what I'm going to say, especially you look at all the feats of strength Kara Shaw has done here. Okay. And we lead it all in to tell the kids. And we talked a lot about that, our nieces and nephews and what we do, what we believe, how we treat them. And and we just talk about kids in general, how there's such a lack of just the confidence and, and the belief system and all these things and how everything is so forgiving now where it's like, well, if you didn't do it, that's okay. That's not okay. You build a pattern. The more patterns and more habitual things you do over and over as we talk about, can destroy you or they can make you and I'm going to leave with this and I'm going to give care of this any kids anybody out there stop listening to all the media if you want my opinion I do it now even with the business because I only have a business phone I carry on me twice a week I do not turn the phone on now that's pretty dangerous but there are people that know how to get a hold of me if they can't get to me if it's an emergency. Why? I think
0: that's important as well because
1: uh, yeah, what yeah. did we
0: do before phones? We yeah. contacted each other. Do you know what I mean? There was at one yeah. point people didn't even have house phones or internet or nothing. People are too contactable now. It's yeah. too it's too easy to contact. Too easy. And I think. Yep. Because I work from my mobile phone, my personal phone's my business phone, and it goes bonkers. And then if I don't answer my business mails, and then you see them online on Facebook, they're phoning me again. And it's like, right, I've got a life as well as a business life. And I think that's why I like the gym, and I love going away. Like, when I'm away on my holidays, or I go in the gym, I don't deal with my phone. I can muck about with my phone in between sets and things, but I don't, it's not, it doesn't rule me in the gym, and it doesn't rule me when I'm away. No, it shouldn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and, and that's what I'm saying. Get away from the phone a couple days a week. Stop the texting. Start learning about physical culture. There's plenty of people you can contact here. Go out and listen. There's 1,200 shows now. There's so much material out there you can learn from. And I've said this over and over. Repetition is king. You want to get good at something? Never think that you're not good enough because you are. You hold an awful lot of power within you, everyone, especially kids. Don't let others that are so sour on life make your life the same way. Because, And I'm going to give this to Kara. I'm going to finish up as this. Remember this. It's just as easy to live a terrible life. As it is a great life. And I want to put the emphasis on great. G-R-E-A-T. That's how you think. That's how you get out of this mess. And that's how you get in the circles of people. And the places where things are going to start going super. Kara, give out all your information. Take your time. Give out your... uh obviously ways to get a hold of you i'll give my information and just hang on the line and we'll get another show set up for july or august whatever you're available in okay
0: okay anyone again that wants to get a hold of me i will be tagged in the post um for the podcast my name's cara shaw i'm on social media of um, facebook and also instagram i'm cara the foot whisperer on instagram um so yeah anyone that wants to contact me or speak to me feel free to send me a wee message.
1: All right, that's awesome. Um this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24/7. Don't forget to go out to com. winners and champions. Also to our prosperity ca- conscious page out there. T- you know, the money is very small. I mean, 25-50-100 dollars most people spend that in a year on coffee. Just think about that. Break that down over a year. So send something to the companies. We need to get more revenue, obviously, in, in here. Um, also, too, our blog posts are killer, too. I don't know if you've gone out and looked at the blog on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. If you haven't, I would tell you to go out and do it. You'll learn so much off that. Also, too, um, don't forget about um, MotivationMuscle.com slash um, – well, I'm trying to think of the word now. Uh, well, if you go out to motivationmuscle.com, you can go out and find anything and everything you can find out. This will be the fifth show I'll post with Kara. Um, so, you know, the the amount of material out there is just insane. And I do believe there's one part now that has every person that's been on here. It's arranged, I believe, in alphabetical order. You're going to have to go out and check that out. Um, But there's just so much material. And as I said, repetition is king. Um, Don't forget, to sign up for our free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account, and away we go. Whatever I put out goes to your inbox. Also, too, another big thing. Come on in and advertise with motivationmuscle.com. The rates are really, really great. And we want to work with you for the next 30 years. And that means making money for both of us. And that's the way to do it. Work together as a team. Also, too, Fiorello Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power. That is our YouTube channel. Go out and check that out. And don't forget, go out and sign up for the Etched in Stone page and the Etched in Stone for Kids. That, those pagers are just popping wide open, just like the shows here, just like FBC. A big metamorphosis is happening. Why? Because that's what I'm putting out into the universe. I am doing major thought on all that. Major. Also, too, if someone seeks you out, well, no, we'll do this First. If there's a show you'd like Carrie and I to do, specifically you got something you want us to talk about, FiorelloBarbell at com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. We got five-star reviews for everything. Please keep it up. We're on Spotify. We are on Google, um, podcast. In your car, you can get us through AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA. And we're on tons of other media and we're looking right now about a big deal, um, In the United States, this would be... um, I don't know if the demographics go out of the U.S., but I'm just waiting on some um, word back. And this could be mighty big for Eminem, FBC, and everything else. So uh, stay tuned. Also, too, um, let me think. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. Five words can change your life forever. Also, as my mom said when we were kids... Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile that day. You never know what people are going through, and we were talked about it with the kids. But it's not only kids, man. It's everybody, it seems like. It has just blossomed into the biggest doom and gloom you ever see. You listen to us. When our show goes up with Kara, you can't, you, I dare you to tell me you can't walk away without smiling or your head's just buzzing because I'm telling you right now, when you do that, You've got to hold on to the buzz. So that means you keep listening, you find material, and you keep repetition and reinforcing this stuff. This is how you'll change your subconscious mind totally. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a while to do it because it took years and decades to get all this crap that's on it right now. You've got to get it off. You've got to become somebody else, a new reality, believe me. Um, also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it. Press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And I'll say again to our pal, Paul Thor from Wales, turn them into dust, brother. I know you love that, and I love hearing back from you on that. Paul is somebody, if you, aren't, if you haven't friended him yet on Facebook, I would tell you to do that. And we are trying our best. I hate that word, trying, too. Anybody knows Gary Taylor, the famous strong man, world's strongest man. He lives in Wales. If you know him, tell him Eric Fiorello wants to get him on the show. Definitely. I, tomorrow, if he wanted to come on, I'd do it. That's how bad I want to get him on. Big fan of his. I got all the material when he was featured in Milo. Just a great lifter. Olympic lifter initially. Big dude. Also, too, um, let's see. The uh, the Hoosah Steel Stone Crusher titled Domination in Blood Red. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in our path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Furr says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave now, brother, getting higher and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never win and winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, who was coming up four years, we lost him. John was like a father to me, too. My dad had been gone quite a while before I met John. What a chiropractor. He would walk every patient to the door, open the door for him, and say, keep smiling. And I'm telling you, on your best or worst day, or just walk around and say, keep smiling, I swear to you, you'll have a grin from ear to ear. Thank you, John. You're a great man, obviously. Um, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 and more of your friends we're coming. We won't kick the door, and we'll blow the roof right off your house. You need us. We need you. Let's get together for the next 30 years. Send these shows out. Tell your friends. These are great shows for kids to listen to. I'm telling you right now, outstanding, outstanding material. Also, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you. and We got your back, and that's just the way it is. And before I sign off with Kara, I'm going to tell you this once again. I'm going to keep reinforcing this. Say it when you hear the show. I am a winner. I am a champion. And say it with power. Just don't go, oh, I'm a winner. I'm a champion. It's not going to resonate. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. You talk like that to yourself, your subconscious mind is going to keep picking it up, folks. And if you want to be a family of just iron and stone, this is where it is. Kara, great show. Congratulations on the wins and the climb up and the climb up. That's what climbers do. And you know it's always an honor to have you on here, and I look forward to our next show.
0: Oh, definitely, it's been absolutely great to be on. I absolutely love coming on your show. As I was saying earlier on, I came out, I come off it with an absolute buzz. Um, <laughs> it's a, just a total high. Um, it's like nearly one o'clock in the morning here, and i will not sleep now. So you're you're getting blamed for me not sleeping tonight, Eric, because I've been such a high.
1: <laughs> That's a, Hey, look, you know something? As they say. Everybody says to me, well, you're working an awful lot. I said, yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm not worried yeah, about it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it, that's that. Who needs sleep anyway? <laughs> no, and you know what the nice
1: thing is, like you said? It fires you up. There's other things yeah. going on when things fire you up. But, you know, you're, you're thinking more. You're you're thinking better. Maybe tonight you write something and you create something. You never know. So we will reconvene, obviously, in July if everything Definitely. works out for you. Um. So – This show will be up at the latest Tuesday. Um, Like I said, Dale Dugas will be up tomorrow. Um, um, Carmen and Joe will be up on Sunday, and we'll go from there. But look, everybody, the world is asking something from you. It's up to you to make it right. You can ask. That's not a problem. But just go out there and do something great. I mean, it means something. So have a great weekend. Karen and I will talk to you next month, and we will see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see you next time.